Boy, it has been a while, but it's good to be back. Uh, and we welcome everyone back to the Livingston Parish News weekly podcast. And uh, this one is group therapy. God, I'm rusty. It has been so long. Uh, actually, we, we calculated today. It has been seven weeks since me and the dear editors here at the Livingston Parish News have sat down to discuss what's going on in Livingston Parish. So let's get to it. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. I am off camera. On the viewer's left, we're going to start there. Go ahead, sir. Hey, this is Rob DeArmond. I'm the sports editor of Livingston Parish News. And this is David Gray, lifestyle editor with the news. So, and also news reporter. News so, reporter, there we go. Yeah, do go not make cut that, yourself short. Let's make that change now. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. New year. So, happy new year. Happy 2022 to everybody. Uh, hopefully, this is not the number two of 2020. So, we are, uh, we want to apologize to everybody first and foremost. Um, between the holidays and COVID, we've just had a long break uh, since our last episode, but we are trying to get the new year started off right and ready. So first and foremost, I uh, want to start with David over here. I'll go ahead and take that mask off. There you go. <laughs> and <laughs> so, David, you got a couple of things to talk about today. First and foremost, the thing that kept us out of the booth for a long time outside of the holiday was yeah. that pretty much everybody in the office has cycled through uh, COVID. So let's start there. Give us give us an update on what's going on. Yeah, that was uh, yeah that was the reason why we were out. I'm sure everyone else can attest to that. They've had to deal with that in the last few weeks. We... COVID has come back. This uh, Omicron surge has really been uh, hitting the state hard, and that's kind of been the message from, you know, Governor Edwards, Dr. Joe Kanner, the state health officer. Uh, five times in the last, within the last month, the state has set a new record for most new cases in a day. So, I mean, it just shows kind of how fast uh, it is spreading. And um, fortunately, this variant is not as harmful as the previous uh, variants have been because uh, if it had been, I mean, quite frankly, I don't even want to think of what it would be like if this strain was as uh, harmful to people as, say, the Delta variant was. Uh, we'd be in a much worse place right now. But that being said, we're, you know, it's almost as bad as it's ever been. Uh, you know, hospitalizations, as of the most recent count, were just under 2200 which is you know more than at any other time but during the delta surge and uh late in august of 2021 so it's yeah it's uh it's been just as bad as it's ever been and uh we are awaiting awaiting the word from the governor about a new public health proclamation uh the current one expired on january 19th which is today so he hasn't released anything new but uh most likely he will address that in his ask the governor radio show today and then he'll like he said he's gonna have a press conference on thursday so we'll wait to hear that he's he kind of sound like he's not really thinking that he's going to impose any new restrictions but you never know um if he decides to do that or not uh, as of right now there is no mask mandate but obviously they are recommending to everyone as you see when with Rob, and then when I when he's talking, I'll be masked up. You know, they're recommending that everybody wear a mask when you're indoors. So uh, that's kind of the latest on the COVID front. Uh, you know, vaccinations they dropped down the the time period you have to wait to get your booster shot. And now for the Pfizer vaccine, kids 12 and up are recommended to get boosters. So uh, you know, there's some changes there. But yeah, that is that's pretty much the latest on the COVID front right now. Well, and before we get into some school news that you've got on the back end, I want to jump over to Rob because, uh, unfortunately, uh, it didn't look like over the holiday that there were too many cancellations during due to COVID. 
but we did have one happen last night. So walk us through right, what right. Uh, kind of sent out a text to Coach Dubois, uh, Landon Dubois at Holden, uh, Holden Boys coaches. Hey man, what time are you guys starting? And I, I just, I guess my timing was was well. He said I just got a a, a call from Marpaw and. Uh, what happened last night? It was uh, started district play for them, and uh, they wound up. Uh, the girls' game wound up being canceled because of COVID issues with uh, the the Marpaw team. Uh, if you've kind of followed, uh, they they only have six players on the, their uh, girls' basketball team. So obviously, uh, if it happens, it's going to affect them uh, to the point where, and it did last night to the point where they couldn't play. Then uh, talking to Coach Gregoire, Anthony Gregoire. He said what's going to happen is that's going to wind up being a forfeit win for Holden, uh, and then that they're just going to try to get healthy and, you know, maybe have to get scooch some games around, you know, depending on how healthy they are later on in the week. It's just one of those deals where I think this is really the first time that, that I, I, I remember that it's affected uh, uh, one of the parish schools. I think pretty much everybody's been able to, I, I guess, manage – you know, maybe play with fewer fewer numbers, but they've been able to manage it. But this is really the first time that I remember it affecting uh, one of the teams here. Yeah, and, and unfortunate, but uh, you know, Marpaul's a small school, so not a lot of room for error. You know, when things like that happen, it hits right. them probably a lot tougher than some others. Right, like I said, he's only got when healthy. They've only got six girls on the roster for their their team uh, this year. That's uh, uh, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have enough to do it, and if you can't. You just can't do it. So what else is going on in the world of sports since it, it has been quite some time? It, I mean, where should we start, man? We we, we, we had the, the Parish Tournament wrap up. Both Walker teams uh, swept the titles there. Uh, wow. What else? You know, a little all-Parish football, I think, came out. Uh, I think we actually were able did, to squeeze did, that did in. we squeeze last, it, man? I think we I, talked man, about I'm who, just, who won and who didn't. Yeah, I, I think we did. So I think uh, we could stick with basketball. And um, I uh, Yeah, we got to, uh, was able to get go out and get a uh, soccer match uh, last week, uh, Walker and, and Live Oak. Uh, and uh, winds up being uh, Live Oak. Live Oak goes ahead 3 nothing in the first half. Uh, Walker comes back, ties it up, get three quick goals real quick. And then uh, Kylie Zeller has a uh, – a penalty kick goal to win it for Live Oak four to three. Uh, and we're this season just seems like it's it's flown by. We're we're getting down to the the point. I, I think in a couple of weeks we're we're gonna have the playoff pairings coming out here. Uh, just keep watching for that. Um, last night was able to go see. It wound up being only one game. Marpaul and Holden uh, last night to open District Seven B play for them. Uh, Holden started on a thirteen zero run and winds up getting the win over Marpaul. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, talking to Coach Dossie, he said uh, had an injury to uh, Chase Penalber, one of their key players, and he said we're trying to uh, kind of refigure out who we are, which he said at this point I don't know if that's uh, what you want to be doing, but when you have injuries, sometimes you have to start doing that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they, they're able to kind of hang in there with uh, with some, some three-point shooting, and uh, Holden was just able to, uh, you know, get, get that early start and kind of hang on there. Uh, and not, I don't want to say hang on, but they that they carried that momentum throughout the the whole game there and were able to get the win. So uh, we're uh, we're getting to the point where it's uh, district time is is, is upon us or are getting close for most schools. Gotcha. So please, uh, as you know, we kind of get back on our feet here at the news. Be on the lookout for Rob on Twitter, always coming out with with updates and of course 
check the website and the print edition uh, as you know we're barreling towards playoffs for both soccer and and uh, basketball it's, and it, it's, it, it, before it's, you know it it'll be baseball it softball is, time. it is crazy I think we're within the you know four to five weeks of uh, baseball and softball starting uh, it's 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 right here upon us man it's it, it just seems like it flies yeah all right David we're gonna jump back over to you and we're gonna talk a little bit about schools uh, before we before we clock out for the day uh, trying to catch everybody up do want to remind folks if you want to catch back up on what we've got going on please check out the website www.livingstonparishnews.com. If you prefer to read it, come on by. We have plenty of past editions for you to check out. So yeah, we were still working, so we still had plenty of stuff coming out. There was a lot of news that was still coming out. So oh we yeah. Just, we just didn't meet in the same room. So I uh, want to get into uh, this real quick, and we're trying not to overwhelm people, so we're just sort of sticking to what's what's been going on recently. Um, in the Walker School District, uh, they, the school members there and the and the of course the Livingston Parish Schools as a whole have decided to go ahead and pull the trigger and start doing some some campus shuffling. Uh, tell us a little bit about what how we got to this decision and what's going to happen. Okay, well the most recent thing that officially happened was the school board elected Zyler Architects as the professional of record for a new South Fork Junior High, which is that would be in the Walker District now. Our architects, they uh, just completed the construction of the new Denham Elementary, which uh, that was uh, that was a story that we uh, ran recently. Uh, the new Denham Elementary opened uh, for the start of the second semester. It is, uh, you know, it is fully open, you know, everything. So that that project is now complete other than, I mean, I'm sure they have a few touch-up items that they'll have to do, but, uh, but kids are in that school now. So that was, so... The school board decided to go with Lazaro Architects for South Fork Junior High, which is going to be built on the same grounds as South Fork Elementary. That school was built in uh, 2010, I believe I had it, uh, 2010, and with the intention of one day having a junior high there. And the school board has, uh, they passed a resolution uh, late last year in uh, October allowing $20 million in sales tax bonds to be used for the project, and that is coming from uh, the Walker district's portion of a second sales tax that's been on the books for, uh, you know, decades. They say they don't even know, uh, how far back that second sales tax actually goes. But, uh, so it's not like a new tax or anything. It's coming from funds that are already there. It's just now these funds are going to be used to build this new, uh, junior high in Walker, which is much needed because the Walker district is growing. I mean, Livingston Parents as a whole is growing, but Walker in particular, they have three junior high schools in, Walker, which is, uh, you know, that's never been the case. So their plan is to, you know, hopefully by building this new South Fork Junior High, the plan is to make some new room at Walker High School eventually, which, I mean, if you know Walker High School recently, I mean, it's not that long ago that it underwent a $25 million, you know, upgrade. So, I mean, it just shows how fast that area is growing with, and after $25 million, they still are kind of running out of room. That's why they have those T buildings there. If you've ever, if you've driven to Walker High and see those, uh, those uh, trailer type buildings over there, it's because they, you know, they're just bursting at the seams. So they, so that is the plan to hopefully be able to alleviate some of the uh, population at Walker High. And, you know, it's important to remember, I believe it was in your story and you mentioned it at our staff meeting earlier today. Walker does, uh, at the high school level, does appear to have passed the, the two bills mark, uh, or I guess yes. the two G's mark, excuse me. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, almost over 2,000 kids. Uh, There's over 2,000 this year, and they're expecting in the next couple of years for it to be 2,200. So, I mean, and, and that's mostly because 
uh, whenever Walker Junior High opened overnight, the Walker High School got, you know, 600 new students when the freshman high was brought over there. So, I mean, overnight, you know, I had like a 20, you know, whatever percent. I don't even do, feel like doing the math. Uh, they, had, they had a big, significant increase in student population seemingly overnight. Sure. And uh, one of the things I do want to bring up real quick before we sign off here is to remember, as you mentioned, the new Denham Springs Elementary has finished construction. The kids and the faculty have moved out. Well, uh, you both have to go. Uh, but they have moved into their new facility for this semester. So lots of T buildings right here next to the Livingston Parish News, which might be finding their way out to these rapidly expanding schools. So we will see what happens in the coming weeks. So uh, we were quick today, just trying to get our feet back underneath us. I'm sure most of you noticed we stumbled, or I stumbled a little bit coming out the gate. Uh, but we're going to get our feet back underneath us and uh, get back to a weekly basis now that we're past the holidays and everybody seems to be... Hopefully uh, past COVID. Yes, yeah. hopefully not getting sick uh, anymore. So I uh, want to thank these two gentlemen for taking the time. We're going to let them introduce themselves real quick. And this time we're going to start on the right since we start on the left. Hey, this is David Gray, news reporter, life editor with the Livingston Parish News. Hey, this is Rob DeArmond, sports editor with Livingston Parish News. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you all out there joining us today uh, for the Livingston Parish News weekly show. Uh, this is group therapy. It's where we sit down and talk about what's going on in Livingston Parish. I do want to let folks know that I will be sitting down with the mayor of Denham Springs, Gerard Landry, to kind of get back on track with him. Also working with some other guests to try to get uh, get this thing back going after a very long seven-week break. So please be on the lookout for that. Please remember that we are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. want to remind folks, too, that you can get this podcast on any podcast platform you can imagine. So if you are listening to podcasts and you don't want to check Facebook or our website or anything like that for it, please remember if you have a uh, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcast, anything like that, Spotify, we are on there. You can check us out there. We do hope you have a great day. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.